This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. The Revealing Truth and Ignite Your World Incorporated thanks Joey's Cafe for their underwriting support of this week's broadcast. Joey's Cafe is a family-owned and operated breakfast, lunch, and dinner experience specializing in affordable home-cooked meals. Joey's Cafe is located at 6650 South Highway 1, St. Lucie Square Plaza, a mile and a half north of Prima Vista Boulevard. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. How many recognize my future is always in my present? Let's say that together. My future is always in my present. In other words, what I choose today determines what I become tomorrow. Let me try that again for those of y'all that didn't catch it. What I choose today determines my tomorrow. Nobody, listen, nobody chose to be suicidal. Nobody chose to be living on the street homeless. Nobody chose not to have income. Nobody, listen, these decisions that people end up in their lives, these, these things that manifest in people's lives, people don't on purpose say, well, I think I'm just going to go out there and use drugs and just smoke a crack pipe till I die at 19 years old. People don't decide to do that. What happens? Their present day realities create their future. That's why we say people spiral out of control. And it starts when we start to settle. We give up on the dream. Come on, somebody help me. Amen. Am I being too hard on you this morning? Jesus, help us. Amen. I mean, if Moses never turned to listen to a burning bush, he'd never got the instructions to deliver a nation. He had to stop and listen. God didn't speak to him and tell him what to do until he actually turned to see what was going on with the bush. Hmm? And it's true, ain't it? I mean, we get in church sometimes and we all celebrate the goodness of God. God, you're so good to me. God, you're awesome. We just love you, Jesus. We praise you, God. We celebrate the goodness of God. Where God's been awesome to us. But how many know it's imperative that we embrace the purpose of God? We have to embrace the purpose of God. Otherwise, we just keep coming two or three times a month at church and hear a sermon and go home and go, that makes sense. But we never embrace our purpose. Hmm. Whew, Jesus. Lord, you've been good. Lord, you've been so good. Three years later, God, you're so good. You're so good to me. God, you've been good. Well, what have you done with this goodness? Hmm? Well, I've been celebrating the goodness of God. Well, why don't you step out in faith? Huh? I mean, celebrate the goodness of God, but go ahead and step out in faith. Dare to dream the dream. Dare to live the dream. Dare to see your desires become manifested. Otherwise, you just celebrate the goodness of God and you never allow God to change your course. You're just kind of happy-go-lucky. God's so good. Yay, God. Yay, God. 
Talk to anybody about Jesus? No, but yeah, God. Hmm? Just walk around going, yay God, yay God, yay God, yay God. Do something. Do something. Live the life of faith. Get your name down with those people in the Bible that gave it all so that you could have it all. Oh, Jesus, help me live the dream. Somebody say, I got to be willing. I've come to talk to somebody this morning that's ready for a divine encounter in 2012. If you're not ready for a divine encounter in 2012, that's okay. It's okay. You can be right there in 2013 too. But if you're ready for a divine encounter in 2012, this word is for you this morning. Otherwise, let it pass you by and we'll see you Wednesday night for Bible study. But I'm ready for a divine encounter in 2012. I'm ready for a divine encounter in 2012. Amen? He said, while thus occupied... While thus occupied. I mean, that's the story of our life. We're all occupied, ain't we? Busy, 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 busy. I think I shared this with you before. My grandma, she died uh, back in 2002. Man, when you go to her house, she got up early in the morning before the sun come up. She was cooking breakfast, cleaning the house, got breakfast ready for my papa, got him off of work, dressed the kids, got them ready. Then she went outside, fed the chickens, took care of the garden, worked out in the garden, pulling weeds, getting it ready. Then she'd go inside, she'd start canning stuff, and she's putting stuff on the shelf. Then she'd clean the house, then my papa come home. Then she'd cook dinner and have everything done, have the house clean. And then before it got dark, she'd be able to sit out on the front porch with him and have a cup of coffee. And I thought, you know, today, here we are. We've got microwave ovens. We've got uh, drive-through windows. We've got Walmart. We've got cell phones. Oh, my God, how did we live without a cell phone and a text message? How did we ever have life without texting? You know? And we got dishwashers. And you don't even have to go down to the store to get ice. You've got a refrigerator in your house that makes ice. You know? And we are more busier than she ever was. We're so occupied with our lives, amen? We've got all the conveniences of life, and we're so busy. We're occupied. He said, while thus occupied. In other words, when I was focused on what I was doing, when I was on my way, when I was busy living life, when I was in the middle of of trying to understand my dream and embrace my dream, while I was on my journey, I had an encounter. God supernaturally and suddenly began to reshape my dream to his will. See, the problem is is that we don't have any lack of dreamers in the house. The problem is is that we have people throughout throughout the Christian church in this country that all have dreams, but they're not willing to let God shape their dream. My dream. Do it my way. You start singing the song, I have to do it my way. God loves me no matter what. I'm doing it my way. No, 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 no. It's his way. You need to let him rewrite the lyrics of your life. Hmm? Oh, Jesus, help us. Amen. Hmm. This is the point. When you have an encounter with your destiny, the first thing that happens is God interrupts your life. But you've got to be willing to let him interrupt your life. Somebody say, I've got to be willing. Some of y'all didn't realize when you got fired from that job that it was just God's way of positioning you for the next thing in your life. And even though you went home and cried and sat in the puddle of tears, it's like, God, 
why? God says, hold on a minute. I'm putting Jesus in it. I'm reshaping your dream. Hmm? I'm reshaping your dream. There's potential on the inside of you that you've got to realize. Some of you didn't realize when, when God moved you to the Treasure Coast that it was God's divine interruption when he snatched you up out of Miami or snatched you up out of New York and planted you right here in Fort Pierce or Port St. Lucie. And you go, God, why am I in Port St. Lucie? There is absolutely nothing to do here. Hmm? We got to drive to West Palm Beach just to see a real coconut tree because they won't even plant them here. We got the fake palm trees with no coconuts. Huh? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Come on, let's just be honest. How many of you just said this to God? Why, God, why am I in Fort Pierce? Why am I in Port St. Lucie? It's rolled through my mind a few times when I think about all the neat places around the world. Hmm? But how many know God puts you here because there's a divine interruption that he's bringing to your life? There's something for you. There's something that he's shaping in you here. Some of y'all didn't realize that the situation that came in your life that you thought was an attack of the enemy wasn't really an attack of an enemy, but it was really God intervening in your life to change your course before you got yourself in a lot of hot water. That's why we've got to listen to God and not listen to our own carnal thinking when it, make, when it comes to decisions for our lives. So, I mean, you'll make a mess out of your life quicker than anybody else. Come on, it ain't your friends doing you in most of the time, it's you doing you in. You know why? Because we always think more highly of ourselves than we should. Come on, I mean, let's be real. You know you love yourself. Hmm? But we do. Sometimes we think more highly of ourselves than we really should. You say, well, where do I know how to draw the line? Well, you draw the line between where God thinks very highly of you and you think more highly of yourself than God does to the point that your decisions are more important than his decisions. And it becomes selfishness in your life. Hmm. Well, I didn't know I was selfish. <laughs> well, everybody else does. Hello, Bob Tarbus again. We will get back to today's message with Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about some exciting ways that you can support the Revealing Truth radio show. As many of you know, there are substantial costs to producing, editing, and airing a broadcast program. So in an effort to offset some of these costs, we are looking for radio partners that have a desire to see this program continue every day at 11.30 a.m. Our goal is to raise the monthly support needed to keep this message on the air. Maybe you can commit to $5 per month, maybe $20, or even $100 per month. You may just want to make a one-time gift for any amount, or you may want to have underwriting spots on the program. I ask that you pray and seek the Lord for what you can do. If you hear the call from the Lord to partner with us, Please contact Beverly Young at 772-461-8555. Again, please contact Beverly Young at 772-461-8555. Thank you so much for whatever you can do to keep us on the air. And now, let's get back to this timely message with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. Pastor, you're beating us up this morning. Happy New Year! It's going to be a good year. 
Amen? Proverbs says a man makes his plans, but it's the Lord that establishes his going. Man makes his plans, but it's the Lord that establishes his going. That means you can plan all you want to. God's still telling you where to go. Come on, amen. You can plan your life. You can design this and design that and lay that out. And, and you get in the middle of it and dig yourself into a hole that you don't think you can get out. And God says, oh, that ain't where I want you. I'm the one establishing your going. It's me, says the Lord. Amen. I mean, you can have all the strategies you want, and it's good to have a strategies. It's good to lay out a calendar. It's good to write things down. I mean, you've got to write the vision down so it can be plain. It's good to write things down. But how many know it's not okay to be so dogmatic about what you've written down that you're not willing to change it when the Holy Spirit says, no, let's just shift this way a little bit? Because when you wrote that right there, you were mad at your wife, and you shouldn't have wrote it like that. Hmm? But we're, we think we're divine. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Sometimes we need to take our plan books and say, God, here's my ideas. How do you want me to do this? Boy, that's a humble place to come from, isn't it? I mean, you'd save yourself about 85% of the trouble we get ourselves into. If we just say, God, this is what I'm thinking, what do you think? But we don't, do we? We don't wait. God, this is, this is what I'm planning, what do you think? Okay, I'm going to try it until you say no. Next thing you know, you got a big bandage on your nose because you walked through a door you thought was open that was really closed. Well, it looked like it was open. They cleaned the glass really good. You ever heard anybody walk into a door? We're at the Christmas party, and John, my nephew, he ain't here this morning. I was sitting in the living room, man, and somebody shut the sliding glass door, and I hear, no way in the world I come around there, and John's out there going, somebody shut the door. <laughs> I told Kim not to clean it. You got to leave a few fingerprints on it. Otherwise, somebody will get hurt. <laughs> God, what are your plans for my life? What are the things that you have in store for me? Hmm? God, what, what, what do you want me to do? Because if I keep doing it this way, I'm never going to fulfill what you've got purpose for me. If I keep making my own decisions based on my own logic, based on my own reasoning, and I'm not considering you in it, then I'm not going to make the right decisions. I mean, there's a way that seems right unto a man, but in the end, it leads to death. We do a lot of things that seem right, don't we? And they seem so right that we really think they're right. I know. I've done a lot of things I thought was right. Guess what? They weren't. They were wrong. Who knew? Not me. Only him. What a life lesson. I mean, that's a hard lesson to learn when you wake up in a jail cell. Hmm? Well, I sure didn't think this was part of my dream. Hey, Alpo, come here. Who are they calling Alpo? They're calling you Alpo. You got arrested by the dog, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Hmm. The dream of my life was not to be nicknamed Alpo. Can I just tell you that today? I had way bigger dreams. They were ill-conceived dreams. They were wrong dreams. They were bad dreams. They were selfish dreams. But they sure didn't have anything to do with being called Alpo. But how I many know God got in my life and He began to reshape my dream so that the potential that was on the inside of me that I was trying to drive in my life to a certain place in my life, He said, no, that's not where I'm taking you. I created you for this purpose. Let me take the dream that you have and reshape it into the dream that I have. And when you have a willingness to let me reshape that dream, then you can live the dream. 
Mm. Living that other dream will get you. Every time. You know, <laughs> one of the things that we tend to do is we just think sometimes when we got to call a God in our life that greatness just follows us around. You know? And we won't tell nobody because we want everybody to think we're humble too. You know? And we're so excited about what God's doing in our life, but we're going to keep it on the down low. So then we begin to walk around. And you'll see, you'll see people like this. They begin to walk around with an air. You know? Yes, I'm a great man of God. Well, who are you preaching to? Well, nobody right now, but... Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about? That's human nature. That's, the, the, people are like that. But it's because we're living the wrong dream. Come on, somebody help me this morning. Amen. But it's that journey, see? When we're occupied in that wrong dream, it's the journey where we've got to be willing to let God interrupt our lives. See, we're motivated by our passions. Every human being is. Every human being is motivated by their passion, by their dream, to achieve something in their life, to make their life have meaning, to make their life have purpose, to make their life, life carry weight. So what we do is we get focused on something that seems to fit our personality, something that we enjoy, whether it has to do with art, or whether it's playing music, or whether it's, it's racing cars, or playing sports, or if it's just sitting at home watching TV like I love to do. Whatever it is, your dream is. But God likes to get in the middle of that and he likes to reshape it so that all the potential that he's put on the inside of you begins to come up. And we see an example of that time and time and time and time again throughout the Bible. Dreams. Are we really willing to let God shape our dreams? You know, all the great leaders of the Bible, their greatness wasn't guaranteed by God in most cases. The future of their life, the, you know, the great accolades, the great praise wasn't guaranteed. I mean, some of the greatest people in the Bible died the most horrible deaths. Some of the greatest artists in the world lived in poverty their entire life. It wasn't until hundreds of years later that the art was priceless. Begging for bread on the side of the street while they painted. Come on, somebody know what I'm talking about, amen? Hmm? God never came to the great leaders of the Bible and said, make this adjustment in your life, and if you make this adjustment in your life, I'll make you great. They just lived through hell while God began to reshape their dream. He said, you make the adjustment. And on their way to being obedient, they discovered that God was with them. And that he was reshaping them from the inside out. And they understood that it wasn't them that was great, but it was the God that was in them that was great. You know what that did for them? That put them in a position of their life where they didn't really prioritize their own life. They prioritized God. Hmm? God never told Joseph, Joseph, have a dream, and that dream's going to be wonderful, and you're going to have an amazing journey, and wealth is going to be piled on you, and you're going to be the savior of your family, and everyone's just going to love you, Joseph, and Joseph, you're just so wonderful, and Joseph, we just think you're great, and, and everybody's just going to walk by and go, there's Joseph, the savior of the world, and there's Joseph, we love him so much. God never told Joseph it was going to be like that. Joseph just said, Joseph just had a dream. God said, here's a dream. He had the dream. Joseph didn't know what to do with it. He blabbed it a little bit early. How many know that his dream led him into a pit that led him to slavery? Hmm? His own, betrayed by his own brothers, thrown in a pit. 
and then sold into slavery. And then, and then he gets into Potiphar's house, and things are going really good with Potiphar, and he's got this great association with Potiphar, and Potiphar starts getting blessed because he knows Joseph. I mean, there's blessing by association. Hmm? And all of a sudden, Miss Potiphar comes in there, and she goes, Oh, Joseph, I like the way you look. And he said, Uh-uh, I don't want none of your lips and none of your hips. Back off, baby. And she said, uh, I ain't having that. I'm having you. And he said, no, you're not. And she said, yes, I am. And she said, give it to me. And he said, no, 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 no. And she went to grab for him and he ran out the door and she pulled his garment off and he went running through the courtyard. And she did what? She screamed, rape! And Joseph, this dreamer, this promise of God, this, this, this destiny-driven man, all of a sudden finds himself in a jail cell that the ceiling is about this high and it's about four foot wide and he lived there for four and a half years in the wet, dank, dusty dirt. And we cry when the cable goes out. Hmm? Oh, the cable dropped out. God's reshaping my dream. No, no, no. Joseph didn't think that was the course of his life to realize his dream. But how many of you know? He lived his dream. Everything that God showed him came to pass. It just didn't come to pass the way he thought it would. God put a dream in him, but he had to walk through hell to get it. Come on, is anybody here this morning? Somebody help me, amen. What about Gideon, scared to death, the weakest of his family, the weakest of his tribe, hiding out in a wine press, threshing wheat in the dark so the Midianites wouldn't see him because he was afraid of them. And God says, you're a mighty man of valor. He goes, you got the wrong guy. You're talking to the wrong man. I'm the weakest kid in the weakest family of the weakest tribe. He said, no, you're a mighty man of valor. Go in the strength that you have. Notice what God said. Don't go in my strength. Go in the strength that you have. In other words, go with what you got and I'll add to it. Go with the dream that you have, and I'll reshape it. Go with the potential that I put on you, but go in faith, and I'll develop it in you, and you will begin to realize and live the dream that I have called you to. Don't worry about what you don't have. Worry about what you got. See, some of us are sitting back going, well, I just, you know, when this gets right and this gets right and this happens, then I'll begin to live my dream. No, no, no. Go with what you got. Go in faith. What are you doing with what you got? we got too many people sitting around going, well, when my ship comes in. Hmm? Well, you're hanging out and you're sitting around at the airport. Ain't never coming in. Hmm? Well, that'll be a great day. God's called me to do this, and I'm not doing nothing until he does that. Get busy with what you got. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981, and ask for your free copy of The Love of the Father pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Oh, hey, he 
Golden Rule Academy K-12 Private Christian School. As parents, you want to make the best choice to empower your child to succeed. At Golden Rule Academy, we have the same goal. Let us help you educate and inspire your children to dream big. We offer accelerated curriculum, reasonable class sizes, caring and involved instructors, as well as art, music, physical ed, tutoring, and extracurricular music lessons, and of course, sports programs, including high school football. Our mission is to build confidence and to teach a love for learning. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2012-2013 school year. Space is limited and scholarships are available for qualifying students. You can reach our office at 772-464-1597. That number again is 772-464-1597. Have you been hurting from addiction, past hurts, fear, insecurity? Maybe your marriage is falling apart or your kids seem distant. If any of this sounds familiar, then it's time to break free from the chains, pains, and stains of the past. 2 Corinthians 3.17 declares, Now the Lord is spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Breakaway Recovery Group meets every Friday night at 7 p.m. in the Truth Church Cafe. Come out for a great worship experience sound teaching, small groups, and coffee. Don't you think it's time to be free from everything that's held you back? Truth Church is located at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce, 34981. For more information, please call 772-461-8555. Christian Women's Fellowship meets the first Saturday of every month for a wonderful time of fellowship, prayer, worship, and sharing. This interdenominational meeting is attended by ladies representing 30 different churches. Come join us for a wonderful breakfast every first Saturday of the month at 9 a.m. in the Truth Church Cafe located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Again, located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Please call ahead and RSVP at 772-464-7012. And that number again is 772-464-7012. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries. Thanks, Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is Pastor Janie Owens inviting you to tune in to a life-receiving word every Saturday morning at 1030 a.m. on WCNO 89.9 FM. Join me and be blessed by God's word. 